Welcome to Defeat PPD, where we empower women to overcome anxiety and depression and motherhood without medication. I'm Arielle Wozniak, and I'm a maternal mental wellness coach, and I will be leading you through this journey. Welcome to episode number 46. Um, I believe that I'm titling this episode, You're Interpreting It Wrong. I'm still kind of playing around with the idea. So by the time you hear this, it may or may not be the episode, but still the same general idea. So today I want to talk to you about this idea of interpretation. So each of us lives life and from what we live and what we see and what we experience and our upbringing, we start to form our belief system. And so our belief, belief system is something that's just in the, the core of who we are and what we truly believe to be truth. And everything that we experience, we filter through our belief system. And so I know I've given this example before, but two people can experience the exact same thing and come out with a different interpretation of what happened. And that's because, like I said, we're all filtering everything through our lens. It's like that that old saying, like, you have to walk a mile in someone else's shoes to understand where they're coming from. Um, we all have different lives and we've had different things that have happened to us. And so we can all experience things differently, even though it might be the same event. And I'll give you an example of that. It's just typically we call like one person optimistic, one person pessimistic, um, and that's just like the core of who they are and what they believe to be true. And that's why they behave that way. Um, but let's say that one person who's more skewed towards the positive gets into a car accident. One person who's more skewed towards the negative gets into the same car accident. They would both come to the conversation with very different talking points. Someone who's skewed towards the negative might want to ask, how are you? we just got into this car accident together. And so I just want to make sure this person's okay. And someone who's more skewed towards the negative might first think of themselves, their vehicle, um, the insurance claim, how much they're going to have to pay. And so they immediately come out with an attitude. Again, same situation, different viewpoints. And so when we filter things through our lens, we can get things interpreted incorrectly. I was actually listening to a message the other day and it was a really good message. Um, it was by one of my favorite churches. Um, I won't mention the name, but, um, I definitely have come to really enjoy their services. And especially in this day of having to do everything online, I love that they have very relatable messages and one of the messages that was recently shared, um, a woman who was the speaker for 
that evening um, talked about how she woke up in the middle of the night coughing and feeling like she couldn't breathe very well. And she immediately thought, I have coronavirus. That was her interpretation of waking up, coughing, feeling like she's not breathing very well. And I can guarantee you that another person could wake up with those same symptoms, coughing, not breathing very well, and could interpret that as, oh, I must have post-nasal drip from allergies. And because of her interpretation, she struggled to go back to sleep that night. Because now she had it in her head that it's possible that she has coronavirus. And she started to go off on the spiral that I'm sure so many of us would if we believed that we have some disease that has been known to take lives. And she started to think about her family and who was going to take care of her children while her husband was at work and um, how would her family get along without her being there? And what would her children grow up to be like when they lost their mom at a young age? And all of these things kind of spiraling in her mind to the point where she's panicking. And if you go back to the reality of the situation, all it is is that she was coughing and then had this brief period of struggling to breathe. And it wasn't like struggling to breathe, like I feel like man, I I can't catch a breath, but she acknowledged that it was likely because of the coughing that she had that brief period where she felt like she couldn't breathe very well. But because of everything that we've been hearing from the media and everything that we're ingesting, we're putting that into our core beliefs. We're putting that into our heart. And then we're using that to interpret things. We're using that as a filter. And so now Things that normally would not have caused concern, cause concern. So previously, if you had a a dry cough, you probably wouldn't have thought twice about it. You would have just coughed, moved on with your day. Um, You may sneeze, move on with your day. Especially during allergy season, you would be totally fine with that happening and not think twice about it. I actually saw a meme the other day and there was this guy making a, I don't even know how to describe the face that he was making, but his eyes were very wide and he looked extremely concerned with whatever he was looking at. And above it, it said, all right, now you've, this is the seventh time you've sneezed. And he was projecting that thought, his thought of if you're sneezing that many times, that means you're sick. That's how I interpret that. You sneeze seven times, you're sick. I need you to get away from me. And of course, there's an element of using wisdom and taking heed of social distancing warnings and all that stuff. But at the same time, our experiences, what we believe to be true, what we put into our heart is what's going to determine how we interpret different things. In scripture, it says to guard your heart. And essentially what that means is to filter for yourself what you allow to come in. What you allow from the media, from your friends and family, where you're getting your source of truth. You need to guard your heart. 
to make sure that you're not putting in all of this trash that then all of life's events are going to be filtered through. So everything that you do is now going to be filtered through this new belief. And so I think it's it's just really powerful for us to know the truth that just because we interpreted something one way does not necessarily mean that it's true. And going back to that example that um, the woman at that church had given, um, she doesn't have coronavirus. She is perfectly well. She just had an incident where she woke up coughing and had that brief moment of feeling like she was kind of out of breath or not breathing well. And that was it. The moment passed. But we can get so caught up in our interpretation that we miss the truth of what actually happened. So there's, whenever there's an event that happens in life, there's the event that actually happened. There's your interpretation. And then somewhere in the middle, when you merge those two of them, you get more balance. So the event itself means nothing. And events themselves are just events. They're nothing more, nothing less. They don't have a true meaning until you associate a meaning with them. And that's why I was saying, I mean, I'm sure just three months ago, you could have had a dry cough and thought nothing of it. But now that we have new information that we're filtering our experiences through, a dry cough has a meaning. So the event itself has no meaning until we associate a meaning to it based on our experiences, what information we have in our heart, what we believe to be true, that determines our interpretation. And what I want to get across today is that oftentimes we interpret things incorrectly. There's this huge, I would say, circle of things that we worry about that never actually come to pass. And we worry about them because we interpreted some sort of event incorrectly. And we think that maybe now this is a possibility because this thing over here happened. And so we have to get back to being very intentional about what we're believing, what we're putting into our minds and our hearts and all of that, and then actually interpreting with an element of truth. The truth that I would encourage you to interpret every single one of life's events with is the truth of eternity. And so I want to give you a couple of scriptures to kind of hang on to as you're interpreting different events or things that are happening in your life right now. Um, And so the first is Romans 8, 18. This is out of the New Living Translation. And it says, yet what we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory he will reveal to us later. And the reason why I think that's so relevant for us, especially today and in this hour and what we're going through as really an entire world, is that there is suffering. There is a lot of things that are happening that just don't seem good. They seem bad. Um, And so we're seeing all the sickness around us. We're seeing death around us. 
we're seeing this constant narrative of just negativity, which can breed fear in us. And if we are interpreting it through just our limited information, if we're interpreting it through what we believe from what we've seen in the media, then you come out with a lot of negative, you come out with depression, you come out with anxiety, you come out with fear. But if we interpret it through this lens of what I'm dealing with now, how terrible it is right now, is nothing compared to the glory of eternity. And so this suffering, let's say it's 100 on like a a scale of one to a thousand. And then the glory that's coming is up there at a thousand. And so when you will balance this out, you'll see that there's, there's really no need to be as worried or as panicked or living in as much tension and anxiety as we're living in because we're interpreting it with the the knowledge of eternity. We're not just interpreting it with the knowledge of today and how bad things look currently and the projections that we have from others. And the same thing for postpartum depression or postpartum anxiety. If you look at your day as it is right now and you interpret every situation through the knowledge of today, then yes, it seems really hopeless. It seems really pointless. It seems like it's worth giving up. But when you interpret it in light of eternity, that's where your hope comes in. And this is something that I had to constantly do after the birth of my daughter is because I was was very stuck in what I see in front of me. And what I saw in front of me was not hope-filled. It was not positive. It was not something that I wanted to continue on for another day. And so if I'm looking at it just through the filter of right now, today, what I see as the future, then it was worth giving up. But when I look at it through this filter of what's to come, what eternity offers, then that's when I got that little spark of hope and something that can push me forward. And I didn't have to worry so much about what was happening right now in my circumstances because I had this this future hope in eternity, not a future hope in the world because that can still get us very lost and confused and upset. We're not looking at the future of the world in what we see in this earth, we're looking at a future that is higher than that. And the second scripture that I want to leave you with is John 16, 33. Again, this is out of the NLT version. And this is Jesus speaking. And he says, I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, You will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. 
So when you think about what you're going through, whether it's postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety, just anxious about everything that's happening in the world right now, think about the fact that Jesus already knew that we were going to have sorrows. We were going to have trials and not just one or two. He said many. You will have many trials and sorrows. He already knew all of that to come. And yet he still said, but take heart because I have overcome the world. And so he knew what was coming. He knew all of this, everything that we're experiencing right now. He knew about it. He overcame that. And so when you interpret what's going on in your world, interpret it through that filter not the filter of everything that you see, what you can experience and what you know to be true. That's not what you're interpreting your life's events through. Interpret it through the actual truth. And the actual truth is found in his word. And so the same way it says to guard your heart, there's multiple things that are that are happening for you to be able to guard your heart. You have this this barrier up between you and outside information. And it's it's a two-step process here. It's not allowing all of the negativity into your heart, so not actively going out and seeking that negative information that's going to help you spiral further. And then it's also putting in the truth and that information that is going to to lift your spirits, to feed you spiritually. And so you've got to do both to guard your heart. You've got to put put up that barrier and say, I will not allow these certain things in. I will not seek out this information that's going to support these negative ideas. And then I will also pour... um, pour in all of the good, all of the truth, all of what is pure and lovely and praiseworthy. Those are the things that I'm going to pour in. Those are the things that I'm going to read. I would challenge you to take a look at your social media and see what is it that you're allowing in your heart? Because it takes hold and it produces some sort of fruit based on what you allow in. And that's not to say that anxiety has come your way because of something that you've done. But what I am saying is that you can breed and grow anxiety or you can take its air source away based on the information that you allow in. And then that starts to change your filter. And when you get to this filter of truth, you can start to interpret events much differently than you would have before. And I think that this has really played a large role in my life because there were things that I previously interpreted as one thing and now I can interpret them differently. For example, when I was younger, I used to experience the the same ringing in my ears that I've kind of experienced throughout anxiety and all that stuff. And when I would experience that, my grandmother used to tell me that while the rain was happening, 
you would like count to a certain number. So let's say that you have ringing in your ears and you count one, two, three, four, five, six, and the ringing stops. That means that whatever letter is associated with that number, that person is, that a person whose name begins with that letter is talking about you. So for six, A, B, C, D, E, F. So somebody with the letter F, if I had ringing in my ears for six seconds, maybe Frank is talking about me. And it was just this little silly game. And that's how I interpreted ringing in my ears. Like it, it just had this silly meaning. And for years, that was my interpretation. And that was literally what I would do. So I would have ringing in my ears and I would count. And if there was a particular letter or a person whose name beginning with a particular letter that I wanted to get to, um, I would count really quickly so I could get there. Like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Oh, that person was talking about me. Um, and it was just like this silly little game. And it was fun. And so whenever I had ringing in my ears, it was just like, oh, let me do this little game. Versus after having my daughter and getting that same ringing in my ears, I interpreted it as maybe I'm going deaf. Maybe this is a symptom of anxiety. And the anxiety that I'm experiencing is just really, really bad. And so ringing in my ears had a negative interpretation. Even though for the 28 or nine years prior to that, it did not have any negative connotation to me. It was interpreted quite lightly and positively and very fun because of what I believed in my heart. And then when I started to believe something different in my heart, I interpreted it differently. And now I'm trying to get back to that old interpretation so that when I do hear that ringing in my ears, I'll have that feeling of that pure like happiness and joy that I experienced as a child. So the same thing could happen to you where you interpret one thing a specific way, a certain event a specific way, and you can change the way that you interpret it. Just as I changed it, obviously not like for the positive, but it shows you that you can change the way that you interpret an event. And that is my hope for you today is to, to realize that you have some power in the way that you interpret things that are happening in your life. And you could choose to interpret things differently. You could choose to insert more truth. You could choose to be more balanced. And maybe I'll never get back to associating ringing in my ears with someone talking about me, like a specific number, letter, whatever. Um, but even if I just get to this place of truth, like ringing in your ears is a, a normal sensation. You've experienced this for a great deal of your life and have yet to go deaf. And even if you were to go deaf, interpret that in the light of eternity. This present suffering is nothing in compared to the glory that you'll receive in heaven. All right, cool. Move on. That's the state that I want us to get to, regardless of whatever it is that we're interpreting. I want us to interpret it in light of eternity and be more balanced, truth-filled, and positive in just our everyday life. Because the way that you interpret events impacts the way that you are feeling and the way that you behave. And so that's it. You're interpreting it wrong. It doesn't mean what you think it means. 
Just because you believe it means something does not mean that it's necessarily true. As always, um, I would encourage you that if you just need someone to talk to, you need to kind of work through things or just need some encouragement, feel free to reach out to me. Uh, you can reach me by email, info at defeatppd.com. That's I-N-F-O at defeatppd.com. Um, I'm not on social media as much nowadays. Um, I will be explaining that a little bit in the next episode of the podcast. So if you're interested in hearing why I've taken a little bit of a, a break from social media, then feel free to check out that next episode when it hits. Um, but otherwise, for now, just reach out to me by email and I'd be happy to connect with you, give you additional resources, and just kind of walk with you throughout this time. All right. Well, I hope that you have a great rest of your day and I will see you soon. Bye. Have you heard the news? We've started a mailing list. You should definitely join the Defeat PPD mailing list to get exclusive content that we will only be sending out to the members of our list. This is just another way for you to stay connected to me and for me to connect with you. I hope that you'll join us. You can add yourself to the list at www.defeatppd.com. 